What is up, guys? Another episode of the Kitman Podcast. <laughs> How we doing? What it do? What it do? Happy Halloween. How was everybody's Didn't we weekend? Release one? Didn't we release one on Halloween? Oh, did we? I don't know. <laughs> we could have. Um, Post-Halloween. I hope you guys enjoyed that intro from Joshua Matthews and Owen Passmore. That's the two very handsome men who are joining me today as we talk about some of the most informed players in the Premier League. Be sure to check us out on TikTok and Instagram. Uh, actually, we really appreciate the support on TikTok, man. we kind of been doing well. But I would like to ask you, if you do watch the TikTok, to follow. Because our view to follow ratio is in the bin, mate. <laughs> it really is. Or say just like Arsenal, but they haven't, they've been climbing themselves out of the bin. Yeah, I know. We need to change our group chat name. Our group chat name was Arsenal or in the bin, and that was mostly to piss off Dillette. But, like, he just kind of accepted it, which made it not as funny. And now they're in form as well, so. Yeah. Yeah, something's got to go. Something's got to go. Maybe we change it to United, but then my fear is United will start playing well, and then that won't be funny either. Yeah, it's the group chat blessing. Yeah, I know. It's all because of our group chat that bases how this million-dollar team performs. Exclusively. (laughs) Daniel Levy is in the bin. Sack Daniel Levy. what, What do you guys think of that? Antonio Conte to Spurs. I think it's a terrible fucking idea. That was so unfair to Nuno. Just so yeah. unfair. He won manager of the month in August. That's just... It's November now, baby. It's not August Good thing we Spurs fans because they would just get enlist. I mean, I think Antonio Conte to... Tottenham is a terrible idea because Antonio Conte has been, I believe, the third highest spending manager since 2016. He spent a ton of money at Chelsea. He spent a ton of money at Juve. He spent a ton of money at Inter to buy Lukaku and whatnot. And now he's going to Tottenham where they're known for not really, you know, spending money. He also demands a lot from his players and players like Deli Alley, um, maybe in Dombele. Um, Regulon, though, like not super hardworking players, they're going to kind of uh, be benched, is how I would put it. It's yeah. gonna be real interesting to see how this all plays out. Yeah, most definitely. It was, but, it was quite crazy because, uh, you know, they were talking about, you know, Conte going to United, United. like a week ago. And then I think it's true. almost like they're just like, you know, what, we're gonna take him first. That's true. That's true. Well, let's get into it, Owen. You're up first. You're a goalkeeper. Let's start in goal. Who do you think's been informed lately? Oh, by the way, no, 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 no. Before, before we get into it, I would like to mention Owen's heroics lately for the Colorado Boulder club team. He has single-handedly secured them a spot in nationals by keeping 17 consecutive clean sheets. <laughs> I don't know if that's a true stat, but it's not the back white. that team. Hey, you know, <laughs> we're getting moved up, going to Nationals, going to be in Foley, Alabama on the 18th through the 20th of November. So Are you? any of the listeners are in Foley, Alabama, come on out, watch some good club soccer. It'll be a good time. Oh, Owen yeah. will also buy you a free meal if you attend his game. 
free meal and I'll sign autographs. That's a deal for me. I mean, that's going to be a money maker in a bit after this podcast blows up. Five bucks, and you got yourself a picture too. And the picture, jeez, that's a that's a deal right there. Done deal. That's a a done deal. Well, as I was saying, let's get into it, Owen. Uh, Starting at keeper, best informed keeper right now, got to be Mendy. No argument here. Have an argument. Mm. Have an argument. I was gonna go with Mendy. Okay. But I felt like everyone else was going to go with Mendy. But I won the Ramsdale instead because here, I, wait, wait, wait. That's a good shot. Okay. He has not lost a game yet. Any game that he has played in, Arsenal have at least drawn or won the game. He has not lost. And he's in immaculate form. He has made some incredible saves. Yes. Mendy is a great keeper. Yes, he's in excellent form. Yes, he's the reason that they won against Brentford. But Chelsea also do play with a back five. So he's not going to get exposed the way Ramsdale gets exposed. So for me, I'm going with Ramsdale. Because I also, I also did not think Ramsdale was very good. I saw Arsenal sign him and I was like, okay, well, they're definitely getting relegated. Because he got relegated two years previous to that and relegated last year with Sheffield as well. So I did not think that he was a good keeper, but he has definitely proved me wrong. That's fair. That's, That's a fair. great shout. I can accept that. So how 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 come Mendy over um, Ramsdale? Well, Chelsea right now three goals conceded on the whole season, lowest in the Prem. Obviously, you got to give a good amount of credit of that to the defense, but also to the goalkeeper. Um, and just he's making immaculate saves. Every game, he's just proving to me that he is the best. So that is true. And if I if I put Mendy, I would also argue he's done it for a longer period of time than Ramsdale. Ramsdale might be in form like this month, yeah. but Mendy's been in form since he I, joined. Yeah, he's been in form the entire time he's been at Chelsea. Yeah, no. So I mean, I honestly it could have gone either way. I just went with Ramsdale to be special. I like. Got to stand up. Got all the hot takes in there, you know. Yeah, I got to throw a couple hot takes. The let's not here today, so I uh, got to spice it up a little. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, Josh, let's move over to left back. Who you got? Left back. All right, so I got Cancelo. Yes, I did the same thing. I did the same thing. Yep. Can't really. I mean, you just – and it's, it's hard to say left back because he, he kind of plays everywhere. I mean, he's such a versatile player, and he just – he brings so much into the attack. I forgot there was a stat that he had. It was like he has like the most passes into the attacking third in the entire, oh, yeah, like the entire season. And then, you know, I mean, it's tough to say like this, like this past weekend, City had a bit of a, you know, tough game and it happens. And so that was, I was a little hesitant because of that because I'm, a lot of these are based off of my, like the team's performances as well. And, you know, the goals conceded, the goals scored. But I think he just brings so much. And by no means, I think he's like Trent Alexander-Arnold, where he is just a full-on, just like a defensive-minded winger. That's how I would describe Trent. Cancelo is a, an outside back. I mean, he defends well. Yeah, I, I agree with that, except I think he is terrible in one-on-one scenarios. 
I've seen this man get rinsed way too many times by like tricky wingers. He got rinsed by Salah a couple times, but no, I definitely understand what you're saying. Like he offers a lot going forward and he definitely is a better defender than Trent. I, I, I would say that. Oh, and who did you have? I had Kinsella. You had Kinsella? All right. Yeah. Good looks. Good looks. All in agreement there. So <laughs> let's hop over to right back. Um, I went with Reese James. Yeah. We did not all put Reese James. I mean, we have to. Chelsea's leading goal scorers, seven goals and assists in past 11 games. If you just saw his stats, you would think he's a winger. You would think he's a winger. If you see his finishes, you'd think he's a winger. Those are fucking beautiful. That that chip he had earlier, I forgot who they were playing. Was it Norwich? Could have been. It just... That was a striker's yeah, finish. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that yeah. was just so composed. His two goals this weekend? Rockets. Put your foot through the ball. Beautiful. Absolutely nasty. Yeah, I mean, if you just look at his numbers, you don't look at his name, he's up there with some of the top wingers in the Prem this season. So, oh, for sure. I mean, props to him. Props to him. Well, and he should have had an assist uh, this weekend against Newcastle to Ziyech. He should have. He, I know what you're talking about. Yep, he should have. He, sh- he should be at eight goals and assists. But, I mean, he's also good defensively. Like, he is not bad one-on-one. He's good going backwards. He's good in transition. So, no complaints here. I mean, top, top, right back. And he's, only, he's like, what, 21 or something? Yeah, he's young. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's young. So, Chelsea are very lucky to have an absolute stalwart at right back. Oh, for sure. All right. Hop over to center back. Uh, Owen, your turn. Um, I, I was keeping it with the, uh, the Chelsea, and I, I chose it. And that's mostly just because, I don't know, Chelsea's back line has just been so sound. So it's hard to not say that any of them are out of form. Or, I mean, hard to say that any of them are out of form, so I stuck with Rudiger. Rudiger. Mm. All right, that's fair. I would just say my argument would be – I went with Ruben Diaz. Uh, my argument would be – they, it's a back five tax. Like he's gonna look good with two other center backs next to him, and then two other wing backs outside those two other center backs, and you have Conte in front of you, just cleaning about, just just about like everything you could imagine. So he definitely say, does. He definitely does have assistance. I'll I'll give you that. But I think he just it might be my Chelsea bias going, but he just continues to impress me. So. It could be my Man City bias, but I just think, you know, Ruben Diaz gets opened up a lot more. You know, the way City play, the center backs are very exposed. You have to be very composed. You have to be able to win 2v1s, 1v2s, whatever the scenario may be. There's a lot of times that City are opened up and Ruben Diaz is flying in from nowhere to block a shot. So for me, I went with Ruben Diaz. It's a pretty safe pick, you know. Got, well, player, defensive player of the year last year. Yep. So, I mean, that's a pretty safe pick. He's just extremely solid center back. Um, you know, my, my pick's a bit of a hot take. It's my Man United bias, uh, Harry Maguire. What? Nah, you're kidding. <laughs> nah, nah. nah. <laughs> kidding. Harry Maguire's been putting on a stinker. If we were having a, we should have an out-of-form 11. <laughs> an out-of-form, yeah. Actually, yeah. I like that. <laughs> Next weekend, we have come back for an out-of-form 11. I also put Rudiger. Um, there you go. The clean sheets, I mean, that's, I mean, obviously the back five, you know, that helps with that. But I think he's just such a strong physical player, and he would just be such a handful to deal with as a striker. 
Definitely. He's and not only that, he also has an attacking presence on corners. I mean, mm-hmm. he's a big man. He's also not bad at driving forward with the ball. Yeah. That's what Chelsea's back line does a good job at, is getting up. You know, they're good defensively, but they're also good. They're pretty sound attacking. Yeah, and that's the benefit of having a back five is one of your center backs can move forward and you still have yeah. at least two back. True. Definitely. Yeah, no, that's fair. Let us know your thoughts if you guys have Diaz or Rudiger. Let us know your thoughts on that. Let's move over to center mid. Uh, this wasn't really a center mid, but more of an inside midfielder position. And I went with Bruno Fernandez. Um, just about since he's come to United, he's been in immaculate form. I believe since Ronaldo joined, he's been averaging five changes created per game, which is absolutely ridiculous. And, I mean, I'm pretty sure no other player since he's joined United has more goals or assists. So for me, Bruno. Yeah. That's a solid, solid choice. I honestly should have put that, but I had, a, I had to have a different take. That's okay. We like, we like different takes. I put uh, Declan Rice. He was my second choice. Uh, I was, I was honestly, I was looking for since we only have one midfielder. I was looking for more of an overall player because I, was, you know, I mean, obviously he had a goal in his last game, so I mean, obviously the attacking is there. Uh, but defensively, I mean, he just he has a sound eight. I mean, like he's box to box, works hard, keeps the ball, creates chances, works well defensively. It's it's hard for me to not put him. Uh, and Bruno Fernandez, he does have that, not recently, but that bit of not showing up in big games. So, I actually, as a United fan, I do have a bit of a bias, I guess, against him. You know, I watch him every week, and it can be tough. That's fair. That's fair, but yeah. Owen, who'd you have? Fernandez. Bruno, yeah. Yep. Yeah, no, Declan Rice is definitely a good choice. He was my second choice, actually. And, I mean, he is a offensive-minded eight, which is what I like from a number eight. So, yeah, no, I can definitely understand why you put him in over there. Um, let's move over to right wing. I think just about everyone has the same person. His name is Mohamed Salah. Am I wrong? Not at all. <laughs> Not at all. Not yeah, at all. all. One of the most informed players in the world at the moment. I think about he is everything. the most informed player. Yeah. <laughs> Even today, he showed that, you know, he's still scoring. Benzema. That's fair. For me, for me, for me, for me, for me. That's but, fair. That's fair. He's, he's up there. One of the most. I'll say that. Yeah. But just about everything he touches is gold. Like, just about everything he touches is amazing. So, mm-hmm. In the Prem, right right wing best probably in the world at right wing i'd say i don't know if you regard messi as right wing or center forward but yeah in form wise i wouldn't put him there right now though yeah in form wise no all right let's move up to striker josh it's a bit of a hot take i've actually i've been watching him play a little bit recently um i really like the way he plays uh the past Couple games have not been phenomenal for him. I struggled trying to find a striker that I really wanted to put, but I really like the way he plays. He had a couple of, like chances that just barely missed out, and it was a Huang for Wolves. Huang He Chan. I don't know. I like it, but I don't like it. If you know what I mean. I know like, what you mean. I feel like there's other players 
but he is definitely having, I would say, a very underrated season. For sure. I originally wanted to put CR7, but with some of the scoreless games, I was just struggling to put that. And he had a goal in his last game, but I still just wanted a bit of a hot take. No, that's fair. I mean, four goals in the past seven matches. He's been having a very, very good season. Um, first, first time in the Prem. Yeah, I'm, I'm not mad at it, but I feel like there was a better player. I feel like he's a player that a lot of teams could use. His name, Mikel Antonio. 11 goals and assists in 11 games. I mean, an absolute tank. He kept West Ham up two years ago. He got, I believe, 15 goals and assists last season, and he's off to an absolute rocket of a start this season. So for me, Mikel Antonio. Owen? Like Joss, I kind of struggled to pick someone for this. There isn't anybody that has stood out to me too much, but I'd, I'd switch to who you had, Han, but I, I chose Aubameyang just because these past couple of Aubameyang, games. Aubameyang, yeah. I was, I was looking at Aubameyang. Mm-hmm. I, I just, there was nobody that really stood out to me too much, so it was kind of like a level playing ground, but his past few games have been pretty decent. So. Yeah, no, he definitely has been in form and somewhat of an underrated season as well because everyone just kind of wants to pile on to Arsenal, but they're starting to turn the ship around. We've seen this mm-hmm. before. Can they keep the consistency going? I'm not sure, but Aubameyang is off to a good start, which is good for Arsenal. No, definitely. Let's move over to left wing because that is actually where I personally struggled. I went for somewhat of a little switcheroo there. Put Ronaldo over there. Just like back in the old days, some of us remember. I don't know how old our, our, some of our listeners are, but back in the old days, guys, Ronaldo was not a poacher in the six-yard box. He was actually a very fleet-footed winger known for his assisting. But, yeah. No, I went with Cristiano Ronaldo. I mean, he's been in great form, um, somewhat of a defensive liability, but he saved United many, many times. Saved them this, weekend, this week. Save them, I think, the week before that. This and, weekend as well. Or, yeah, if we know, but yeah. you got the, you got it started. Yeah, and you got it started. Up in the big moments. Yeah, so for me, uh, definitely been in form. That's oh, fair. for sure. I mean, I definitely wanted to put them on my list, but I don't know. I'm a little upset with United right now, so I just decided just, you know what? You know what? I'm going to have no United players on my list. Josh is a United fan with no United, with like a bias against United. <laughs> They've just been hurting him too much. Yeah. It's a, it's a toxic relationship I have. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, 10 goals and assists in 11 matches, clutch moments, Ronaldo for me. Okay. Josh, who'd you he have? He's a big, big time player you want to have. Uh, mine's a bit of an easy, easier, a safe pick, I would say, is a Sadio Mane. I mean, Liverpool entirely are in form. The man scores. He scored today again. Um, he is just such a compliment to Mohamed Salah. Like, he is just so physical. He's fast. He finds spots where to score, you know. He's quick with his uh, beating people 1v1. I mean, I just I find it hard to, you know. I almost wanted to say Phil Foden because Phil Foden is just such a class player. But I, I just, Sadio Mane is just, Foden's not there yet. The only reason I didn't put Sadio Mane, I was looking at him, he got off to a 
bit of a slower start this season, whereas Ronaldo kind of jumped right into the swing of things. Yeah. So, but definitely a good shout. And he's a great passer of the ball, too. His passing is actually really, really slept on. Him and Salah's passing is super good. But yeah, no, perfect compliment to Salah. Amazing over there on the left hand side. Owen? I'd put Saudi Money as well. I actually took into account his slow start and how he's been able to turn it around. These past like five, six games have just been back to his normal good form. So that's why I had him in there. Fair play. I respect it. Well, with those positions out of the way, let's look forward to this Manchester Derby this coming week. Josh, what are your thoughts on it? I actually, I'm not sure, you know, what to, what to take from it because it can go either way. Because, you know, United's coming out of a, a big win uh, against Tottenham this past weekend, and City's coming out of a, a loss this weekend. And so that, you know, that can mean one of two things, you know. United could be coming in overconfident, and City could be down on their confidence. Or City could just be hungry, and Man United could be complacent. It's, it's really tif- difficult to say. And that's, those games are always real tight. You know, the, the Derby, you know, even City was ahead of us last year, but it was still a tight, tight matchup. I believe you guys won, right? 2-0. It was a tie and a win, I believe. Tie and a win, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, I, I also agree with you that I'm not sure what to expect out of it. Manchester City have been somewhat just struggling defensively. I want to say, I mean, they conceded to Club Rouge today. There were moments where they looked really, really shaky. Um, obviously losing to Palace, not a great look. They've been conceding a lot more than usual and looking really shaky as well. So I think a struggling United team, Ole needs a, needs another win. I mean, he doesn't want to be outclassed by Pep Guardiola. Otherwise, everyone's just going to dig into him for it. I see a Manchester United win. I mean, there's just too many questionable moments from Manchester City, United could capitalize on a huge win and brings a lot of momentum back into their season. I'm sure Ronaldo is going to be excited, hungry, looking for goals. Rashford as well. Rashford's going to really look to expose um, City on the counterattack as well as Bruno, who a lot of the time City have been struggling to contain. So I, I'm, I'm going with a United win. Yeah, I don't I know think- how this can go. It's gonna go either way. Yeah, it's yeah. When you can go ahead, get your no, you say what you're gonna say. You got this. No, it's just. <laughs> is yeah, it? I don't know exactly how it's gonna go. I think either way, I'm just excited to see Ronaldo play against City uh, on the United side. I think that'll add a new aspect that the Derby's been missing. Um, but I, I really have no idea. I, I will say, um. The last time City beat United in the Premier League was 24th of April, 2019. Since then, it's been draws and wins for United. Mm. Really? Actually, I know that. Let me see where it's at, actually. I want to know. It's, do you know? It's at United. It's at Old Trafford. Yep. So that's, that's, that's another bonus. It's... Also, a struggling Kevin De Bruyne hasn't got off quite to the start he wanted. He's been dealing with a lot of injuries lately. He Obviously, the fractured skull... In the Champions League final, um, the injury during the World Cup, I believe he got injured again at the beginning of this at the excuse me at the beginning of this season. So, I mean, a struggling Kevin De Bruyne, not a lot of defensive consistency from City. It's going to shape up to be a very very good game. United 
need a win in the Prem. They beat Tottenham last weekend, but then again, you can't be drawing to Atlanta midweek or Atalanta midweek. So, yeah, it's going to be very, very interesting. Oh, and did you give a prediction? Uh, like win, draw, loss? Said I wasn't sure, but now with the new information brought to my attention, I think I'm, gonna, I think I'm leaning more towards a United win. I think the trend's going to continue. Ronaldo on their side adds a new aspect. Kevin De Bruyne out of form. I think United. I think it's gonna be close. I'm thinking two one. Two one. It also depends the team Ole puts out because if he puts out that pivot of Freddie McTominay, and I mean Foden. Pogba, Pogba is out on a red card. So mm. is Laporte. Yeah, that's true. So that, that's that's also very interesting. Good note, Josh. So I mean, Foden could have a very good day. Or he could have a very bad day, depending on who Ole decides to put out. Maybe he like comes to his senses, puts out Van de Beek. I doubt it, but mm-hmm. it's gonna shape I'm up. Feeling, to be a... I'm feeling Cavani. I'm feeling Cavani as well. I'm feeling Cavani, a natural pressing, hard working forward, danger in the box. City not great at defending set pieces. Cavani could have a Cavani and Ronaldo could have a day. Maybe he plays a four four two, and tries to expose it on the counter with Rashford and um, Greenwood down the wings. Could happen. That'd be a a good look. Well, with that said, thank you guys for joining us. Be sure to join us next week where maybe we will end up having a out-of-form 11.